Hello and welcome, darlings. Hello, darlings. Hello, darlings. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Free Fearful of Joy. If you're wondering why there's an exploding volcano behind us, we are going to talk about weaponized incompetence. If you guys are not familiar with it, it'll make you blow up like a volcano. So that's why, why the volcanoes are behind us today, just to give you a little context. All right? So, Sarah. Yes. Can you give a definition of weaponized incompetence for the people out there? Yes. So, from my understanding, weaponized incompetence is very simple, simple to understand. And I'm going to break it down in three things. One, that the two parties, one of the parties understands that they're withholding information or action to two, make the second party very upset and annoyed. <laughs> the third final part is that they play dumb about it. And we aren't here. We're here to shed some light on the dumb, dumb actions that one of the two parties makes. And that was very, 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 very long ex explanation. Jahari. <laughs> so I, I agree with you. Uh, to simplify it, um, it's, it's when someone plays dumb. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and when someone's playing dumb and they are playing dumb so they could take advantage of the fact that you will get frustrated and just take over and do it for them. Or, you know, be it a job, housework, you know, whatever it is, friendship things, planning the vacation, it's really their turn, it's their turn to pick up the tab, whatever it is. It is also a branch of gaslighting. It is a branch of gaslighting, but it's a specialized one. Again, like I said, it's enough to make you explode. Okay. Examples, Sarah. Do you have examples? I sure do. Okay, so do you have a gender-specific example, or do you have an example that's general? Well, this is gender-specific and about dating. Okay. So, on that note, this was a story that a friend of mine told me about. She was on a uh, date for the first time with a gentleman who selected a location that was nearby to, of his home. Little did she know, as he presented this known uh, public location, that it was uh, within walking distance of his apartment. And she was like, oh, you know, she's prob he's probably just being eco-friendly or, you know, maybe doesn't want to drive all over L.A. or whatever the case. Come to find, she later finds out after an evening out with him and a lot of drinking that uh, he has six DUIs <laughs> and did not Now, I think you left out a point. Because I thought you told, when you told me this story, he had told her they were going to meet somewhere in between. Oh, the that's two true too. Yeah, <laughs> in between their two places. So it's convenient for them And most. told her that this place is halfway yeah. between where you live and where I live. But really, it was within walking distance, and she found out afterwards mm -hmm. that because he was too good to get on the bus and too broke to get on the Uber and couldn't drive anymore, he, he told her that this place was halfway. And that is definitely a manipulation. Mm -hmm. I tend to not know if that's incompetence or not or just... Gaslighting. That's the thing with weaponized incompetence. It's a very fine line. It's a very fine line. 
Don't you think? Well, definitely anytime that you withheld, like withhold information or withhold skills or just kind of like play stupid about something, that's where you're, that's where it's weaponized. Right. It's, a, it's it, an active choice. It's a choice yeah. to inconvenience someone because you don't want to divulge like the gentleman didn't want to divulge that he can't drive mm -hmm. and why he can't drive. So the Which incompetence is, mm -hmm. comes into play. And the weaponized part is, so you made me drive all the way over here. I've got, I've got an example. What is it? It's, it's, it's a true life story. So here it is. Um, dating a guy. He lived in Brentwood. I lived in Studio City. He's like, I've got this amazing surprise date for you and I. We're going to go out. Meet me at my house at 4 o'clock and it's going to be great. So I get over there, we meet, and he's like, come on, we're going to go get on the shuttle bus. Now he knows where I live. We are rushing. He's got this amazing picnic from Bristol Farms. I'm like, oh my God, what are we doing? And then we get on the shuttle bus that takes us to the Hollywood Bowl. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with this part of LA, Studio City where I lived is literally 10 minutes from Hollywood Bowl. He made me drive in traffic all the way to Brentwood so I could get on a shuttle bus that took me right back to where I lived. Also, he could control where I ended up at the end of the night. So I just want to let you know when I was so pissed and I was like, why would you do this? Why would you, why wouldn't you just say, meet me there mm -hmm. or meet at my house? Anything to get me back to your house. I was furious. Needless to say, I went up, did the concert, went back to where my car was, got promptly in my car, and went home. I was like, you're an asshole for even trying to do it. That's weaponized. Oh, I didn't think about it. I didn't realize. You absolutely realized. Mm -hmm. You're trying to control the situation. I think that's similar to that guy. Yeah. So as far as weaponized incompetence goes, it can be in different levels of any kind of relationship. It... <laughs> Like, one of my favorites is when your parent calls you from one part of the house to another to hand you something that's literally five feet from them. That's weaponized incompetence also. Granted, parents are allowed to do stuff like that. But it is weaponized incompetence. Your parent calling from another room to hand them the remote that's right there. Mm -hmm. How many kids have stories like that? A million. I got a thousand. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. Saying all that to say, weapon incompetence. You have any other examples? Well, it's kind of just like the simple one. So let's just say you own a small business. <laughs> I don't and know anybody who does that. Let's just say that? you have a schedule. Right. <laughs> and then let's just say you have an appointment on the schedule that literally says something specific to that particular hour. Yeah. And then let's just say somebody arrives and says that they have an appointment. And then let's just say that somebody who accepted that arrival turned them away. And then you wonder to yourself, like, how did that happen? You were present in, the, in your small business. I'm not speaking from personal experience or anything. But you're present at your small business. Perhaps you're not particularly <laughs> available right in that instance upon that person's arrival. Right. But to turn them away without just, like, doing a little verbal check-in. I don't, right. yeah. So like, that, knock, knock, knock. Mm -hmm. Hey, there's someone out here that says they have an appointment for you. Yeah. But I think that's also, it's not just weaponized incompetence. 
it is also like the lack of people understanding the social graces of working for someone else. Mm -hmm. You don't just turn somebody away because you you think or you assume that yes. they don't have an appointment. Which is one of our agreements. Right. Never assume. Never make any mm -hmm. assume. Four agreements. Go back and check Don mm -hmm. Miguel Ruiz. Mm -hmm. um, you don't just turn people away. Like, mm -mm. And I think that a lot of people just, they do what's easiest. And that's weaponized incompetence. Mm -hmm. Weaponized incompetence. And nothing's easy in this world. So why can't people just like slow down? Yeah. Be honest and truthful and just say, I'm not quite sure. Hold on. <laughs> right. It's okay to ask okay a question. And, you know, like, I, I'm going to say this. Like, weaponized incompetence also has an element of fear. It's the fear of failure and it's mm -hmm. the fear of success. So you'd rather have someone else do it than you do it yourself. And that, in, in essence, is just being incompetent as a human being because you're paralyzed by your fear or your success, which means that you're stagnant, which means that there is no growth. Mm -hmm. And anything in this world, on this planet, that has no growth, what happens to it? Slowly dies. It dies. It either dies quickly or it dies slowly. Or it will erupt. <laughs> That's right. In the case of me, I will erupt. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure that there are a lot of, and I don't mean to pick on the dads out there, but there are a lot of dads out there that, and I'm going to give mom scenarios too, dads out there that, that do a full day's worth of weaponized incompetence. You know, you don't know where, it, this is my favorite one. We've been living in the same house for five years. The house has been professionally organized. There are labels on everything. There are sections for everything. You take out the dishes, but you don't know where they all go. But you live in the same house for years. That's weaponized incompetence. So put all away all the dishes that you know where they go, but the ones that you don't want to try to figure out, you just leave them spread out all over the counter and mm -hmm. walk by and say, yeah, I don't know where those go. At least commit and put it somewhere where it's wrong. Or <laughs> ask. Ask. Or here's the thing. When you ask... For the fourth time, try to remember. Yeah. Try to remember where yeah. or those things go. Here's a tactic. Open up all the cabinets and, and drawers. And take a, and take a look around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. that's one it's of my favorite one. ones. <laughs> and, and, you know, that, you know, okay, here's one for moms. Here's one for moms. Mom, and most of ours are based on just being tired. <laughs> you know, most of ours are just being based on tired. So I come home. I have been to the grocery store, the dry cleaner, blah, 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 blah. Now, mind you, I can hold a baby on one hip, hold the dry cleaning on the other, and have the grocery bag in my teeth and take it in the house. But I'd much rather call you from the driveway <laughs> and say, come out here and, and get all this stuff out of the car. Now, that isn't as bad <laughs> as some of the others, but I am fully capable of doing it. Mm -hmm. I just would prefer some help since I've been out in the streets for four hours trying to get everything for everybody in the house. Is that incompetence? Is it weaponized incompetence? A little bit. It is. It is. It it's, is. A, it's weaponized incompetence. Yeah. You know, I full, I full, I do it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to own it. I do that. I have been like, 
Come and get this stuff. Hey, by the way, coming. I have picked up the lid of a trash can, put it back on the trash can, and got in the car and called them and said, come outside and take the trash cans in. That's weaponized incompetence for sure because I absolutely could have pulled the trash cans mm -hmm. up into the... And sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. But so is the only difference is, is that you just didn't ask for the help? It is. It's, it's just all, you just have to ask for help. It's not just asking for the help, but it also is actually listening and absorbing that mm -hmm. actually listening and absorbing that otherwise um you just you keep going round and round in circles mm -hmm. like i was saying the whole mm -hmm. you know you don't know where the dishes go um the same thing happened when someone in my house wanted to use an oven that's lived there for five years but doesn't <laughs> know how to turn it on i was just standing there looking at it like it was a tv <laughs> Like, how do you turn this thing on? I mean, these days, you never know. There's, like, hidden buttons. There's, like, you know, like, a secret, like... And the thing is, also, I could go over there. Also, I could go over there and turn it on. Yeah. So those are just some other little weaponized incompetence things. What, what? But the reason why I feel like it can really brew in a relationship because it can brew in a relationship. Like if you allow your emotions to keep like getting hotter and hotter about it and not address it, those are the types of things that lead to a lot of divorces now. Because what were you saying? I was saying those are the things that lead to a lot of divorces right now and no, breakups. Not just because you a, have to a few, communicate. a lot. Yeah, like a lot plus sixty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. I would say that that is. The, well, the number one reason that people get divorced is money. Mm -hmm. The second is child rearing. But child rearing also has a lot to do with weaponized incompetence. I've told you that I don't want them to play video games all day long. Mm -hmm. I want to put a limit on it. But you decide that you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. And that when I'm not around, you're going to let them do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. And then they don't do their homework. And then I get the call from the school. All because you want you know are like oh i forgot that you said that you didn't forget mm -hmm. you didn't forget you did it on purpose the same thing goes for you know if we're talking about relationship weaponized incompetence uh you can be it can be something so simple as your wife texts you and calls you and says or your girlfriend your baby mama whatever um calls and says hey can you pick up diapers and milk on the way home? The baby's really sick. I'm not going to be able to leave the house to get those things. But if we don't get that tonight, I won't have any. Now, you go to work. Of course, you're tired. You, you know, she texts you an hour before because she knows you might have forgotten from earlier this morning. And you decide that you're going to stop at Church's Chicken instead. <laughs> Or you're going to, you know, stop and hang out with the boys and then come home. And she's like, where are the diapers? Where's the milk? Oh, man, I forgot that. So now she's got to get up in the middle of the night and go and get these things because she won't make it through the night without them. And it's all because, you know, you just were like, oh, she'll do it. She'll do it. You know, she'll be mad for a little bit. But like you said, resentment builds when you have a relationship contract with someone and they keep intentionally through weaponized incompetence pretending like I, oh, you know, oh, darn it. I forgot. You start to see a pattern mm -hmm. of not being a helping, trusting, mm -hmm. 
you know, half of, of a partnership. Yeah, and you lose the respect. And then you yeah. wonder, like, do they have any morsel of intelligence inside no, that you, brain? Then, then, and then that's ugly behavior by even saying that Well, out loud. no, <laughs> like, you get to the point where, like, you are just saying disrespectful things to this person mm -hmm. because they constantly have disrespected you by pretending like they don't know what you're talking about, mm -hmm. i.e. gaslighting. And uh, I... It, it happens way more than people think. It happens in friendships, too. Like, my favorite is, oh, I saw your call, but I, you know, I, I must have my ringer off. Okay. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I was at the gym. <laughs> By the way, I am pointing to Sarah. <laughs> we didn't never have, we, answers her fucking phone. I was at the gym. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You never answer your fucking phone. <laughs> drives phone me insane. <laughs> drives me insane. I'm like, this is important. <laughs> Weaponized incompetence. <laughs> I wanted to really just like tip her over today. Oh, <laughs> Get her ready. Oh. <laughs> the other one is the friend that's always late. late. <laughs> Again, I'm pointing at Sarah. <laughs> hey, I give ETAs, though, and they're never more than five minutes. Off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have an agreement that as long as it's within 15 minutes, it's okay. I didn't say shit to you. I did not say shit to you at all. Did I give you attitude when you walked in here? No, 15, like 20 minutes late. right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's always that friend that you have to... Tell her the reservation's at 5 when it's really at 5.45. That drives me crazy. It is, it's an insanity. It drives, I have a yeah. few friends like that. Love them to death, but they don't realize that they're being very, very disrespectful. I have to tell you, I love her to death, but my best friend used to do that all the time. Yeah. And because of who I am, I show up early. So yeah, then I too. would be there an hour before everybody. Yeah. And I would just be sitting at the table of like a top you know, a table of 10 or whatever, and just like, I guess I'm going to be drinking wine now. <laughs> no, it happens. Yeah. It happens. Especially it, if it's like traveling across, you know? Right. Like, it just, it happens. But the thing is, is that like, it wouldn't be so bad if they, if they would call. Mm -hmm. Oh, today's today sponsor. sponsor. Adobe Firefly. <laughs> I'm a star. I am a star. I'm a star. <laughs> yeah. do, 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 Sorry, our do, background do, do, just do. went nuts. Oh, and now we're back <laughs> in the frozen tundra with the volcanoes. Anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, the, the late friend is is amazing. They're an amazing That's chronological, person. right? It, not chronological. Pathological. Pathological. It's pathological, and it's also, you always feel like it's a disrespect of your time, especially when they're an hour, two hours late. And then there's no real explanation. There's no flat tire. Mm -hmm. There's no, you know, plumbing. It's just you couldn't get yourself together, even though I told you three hours in advance mm -hmm. what time to be here. You mm -hmm. still can't be here yeah. at the time. So that kind of weaponized incompetence I, I deal with, but I'm not very happy about it. I, I did with a couple of friends just when they would go over an hour, be like, I, I don't have any time. You might as well just not come. And I think with that, they started to understand, maybe I need to try to be on time. Because mm -hmm. here's the thing about people like that that do that kind of weaponized incompetence with time 
if you're even one minute late, if they get there before you, they have a total meltdown, total meltdown. And, and I remember having this conversation because I had a, another friend who was like that. And I said, mm -hmm. I literally just ripped her a new asshole. I was like, <laughs> this is the first time I have ever been late. You are more than an hour late every freaking time we get together. Every time. And you have the nerve to be upset because, like, I actually fell, scraped my elbow. Like, I have a reason why I'm like, you have no <laughs> like, reason I, whatsoever. <laughs> None whatsoever. So how dare you? Mm -hmm. I literally said that. How dare you even have an attitude? As many times as you've left me sitting somewhere for two hours waiting on you. Enough. Anyway. Um, this is where we're going to transition to anger translator. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. This, this was, this was a, this was, this was a long time ago. I have been since worked through that. But what, what takeaways do you have for? Well, the biggest thing I think is that you, no matter who you're talking to in terms of your relationship, if it's someone you don't know, you just need to communicate about what it is that you want and not try to beat around the bush. Because if somebody, if you say, like, oh, it could be really helpful if you picked up some milk and diapers, that's not really asking a question. That's mm -hmm. just, like, kind of asking for help. Say, you know, before you arrive home, you better come home with your diapers. No, that's like a threat. Well, I was about to say, but, talking about threatening someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't threat. Don't beat around the bush. Okay, but here's the full circle takeaway. Just be direct to the best of your ability. And if you're hurt, you need to say you're hurt. But don't bring out your ugly to feel like it balances out the scale of when they're making stupid choices. Don't, don't compromise your integrity. That's My favorite thing to say is, I don't like the choices you're making. Mm -hmm. And, or the other one is, um, I don't understand why you continue to disappoint me when I am, I am giving you all the things that you need, but you do not want to reciprocate the things that I need. And they are very, you know, you know, they are equal in what I'm asking. I'm not asking you for something more than what I'm giving you. Mm -hmm. So I think the main takeaway that I get from mate is, is set the frame for where you want people to stay in and then create a, a strong boundary around that. So if this person, you know, be it the drunk driver or the narcissistic boyfriend or the, the, the working dad who just doesn't feel like it's his responsibility to support home or the mom who has the kids do stuff that she wouldn't normally do for herself mm -hmm. um, is set a clear framework and present that boundary and then also let the person know I no longer feel like I am being supported with this behavior. That is probably the most important thing. Mm -hmm. And then back that up with, when you do help, I really do appreciate it. But it's the times that I really need you that you let me down. So please do not continue to disappoint me. And I will continue to, to match that and try not to disappoint you. Um, and hopefully that helps with that kind of, that branch of gaslighting called weaponized incompetence. Yeah? Yeah.
All right, people. (laughs) (laughs) Now that we've talked about all that, um, you ready? I am. Let's go. Free of fear, fear, full full of joy. joy. Free of fear, full of joy. Free of fear, full of joy. Woohoo! Bye, darlings. Look at that volcano. Interrupted at the end. (laughs) I've lost. Hello, darlings. I'm Jahari. Hi, I'm Sarah. And this is Free of Fear, Full of Joy. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Spotify, Pandora, or Audible. And for our latest content, follow us on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram at Free of Fear, Full of Joy. Also, you can follow us at Free of Fear, Full of Joy.com. All right.